You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm interviewing Mr. Robin Waite with RobinWaite.com. He is a business coach, and today we're talking about his book, called, wait for it, wait for it, take your shot, how to grow your business, attract more clients and make more money. This is a great interview. Robin went from being a design and advertising agency like myself, and now he just does business coaching, mostly to service-based businesses. And we get into all of it during this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. But of course, before we hop into the interview, I need to do a quick commercial. My name is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. If your website and your business is sitting dead in the water and you need help generating more traffic and leads, I have quite the track record. My agency can produce more traffic and leads for you and your small business. All you have to do is reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. There you have it. Let's hop into this interview with Mr. Robin Waite. Hey, Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me, Lindsay. Yeah. So before we dive in, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Uh, so I am currently a business coach. Uh, I've been coaching now for just over two years, um, but I wasn't always running a, a coaching practice. So uh, about 12 for the, for the 12 years previous to that, I ran a creative agency doing marketing, web design and branding and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Um, but then, yeah, basically kind of had a bit of a midlife crisis just before my, my youngest daughter was born and closed the agency down, decided that I wanted to start kind of building businesses rather than building websites for other people. So haven't looked back. Absolutely love coaching. I, I work mostly with sort of um, client businesses, service-based businesses, other coaches, consultants, and creative agencies and things like that. Um, and it's, I love it. I, I can't, uh, I, I can't, there isn't a day that goes by when I don't jump out of bed wondering who I'm going to see or speak to or what business I'm going to influence or what's going on really. So that that's, that's it in a nutshell. I'm a, I'm a business coach. I see. I see. Now you recently wrote a book. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. But it's called Take Your Shot. Um, I'm glad we got the plug in nice and early into the conversation, Lindsay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but no, it was basically Take Your Shot is about, um, my, my first coaching client actually. And it, he, he was, uh, Russ was a major part of changing, changing the landscape for me in terms of uh, the work I do now. But, um, so effectively like Russ was a, um, at the time he was a struggling golf professional. Um, couldn't he couldn't he didn't quite make it into sort of getting out onto the open circuit and doing big tournaments because um, because of an injury. But he's absolutely deeply passionate about golf. But he had a couple of problems, and basically, if it rained on a Saturday Saturday morning, anything up to six out of eight of his clients wouldn't show up. So and he had a young family just like me. Um, so we got chatting, and basically, we we kind of 
realized for him that um, there's a couple of things that he was doing wrong in his business. And the, the first big mistake that he wasn't really kind of um, offering an outcome as such. All he was offering was lessons, come down, swing a club, and clients were drifting in and out. Um, and basically, if, if anything, up to six out of eight of his clients didn't show up. And they're also paying cash at the end of his lessons as well, all, all declared, oh. obviously, if there are any tax people listening. Um, <laughs> um, but but if, they, if they didn't show up to the lessons, they obviously didn't pay him. So um, he was a bit you know, he was, he was working all day long, but sometimes doing only two lessons. So we set about kind of changing that and what it came down to, and this is the core really of, of what I, what I help people to discover now was his value proposition. And so, like I said, he, he was teaching, but you know, his, the questions he was asking was how long have you played golf for? What clubs do you play with? When do you want to start lessons? There's no like really clear outcome from it. Um, and any, I, I said, come on, there must be one big reason why people come and have lessons with you specifically. And he, he told me this story. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, about this, uh, guy who was a, a new sales exec for a company that had about 3000 members of staff. And he'd been put into one of his first tasks in this new role. He'd been put into a four ball with the MD, the CEO of the company. And, and he said, Russ, all I want to do is outdrive and drive straighter than the MD so that he spots me, so that he notices me. It's like, brilliant. There's your value proposition. So we actually came up with five products. And so take your shot talks you through the, the process that we, we took him through of how we came up with the five products, how he should price it, um, how he could get his value proposition, his message across to his potential clients. Um, and it, I haven't looked back. I mean, I think it's sold several thousand copies now. It's, it's going absolutely crazy. Um, doing great things for the coaching business. And also a number of other golf professionals have, have actually picked up the book and haven't had any coaching for me because the books actually help them double their turnover in a very short period of time. So yeah, it's good. It's great fun. Wow. And you, like you said, you're not missing the whole website development situation that you were in. Uh, no, well, I, I did it for 12 years and I, I still dip my toe in, you know, occasionally we, I've outsourced my own website now, but occasionally I build the odd landing page and things like that. And I kind of get a little bit excited, but I did it for 12 years and, and like staring at code is, I hate to say it now, a little bit boring. Yeah, um, fair enough. You know, well, you're obviously talented at what you're doing right now. So yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I mean, uh, kind of speaking to people is, um, is much more enjoyable. Yeah. So, so since this is the traffic and leads podcast, do you mind sharing a little bit about how you get your coaching clients? Do you do that through yeah, digital marketing or referrals or what? Uh, so a lot, a lot of it does come through, um, through, through word of mouth referrals, but actually I've, I've done an awful lot of work around sort of, um, content marketing recently and just basically trying to growth hack, um, my various different social media channels. So, um, so re I mean, last week alone, I got, I got a client through YouTube. He just, um, can't remember what he was searching for, but he stumbled across my channel on YouTube and, and was just like, yeah, that's right up my street, talking my language. And I had him booked in. You know, I, I always go through a, a very specific customer journey with every single prospect. So every client who comes in and says, Hey, I'm interested, Robin, can we have a chat? Um, first thing I do is I send them to an assessment form, which is like a, it's like 20 questions that your mother-in-law would ask basically, but business focused. Um, mm -hmm. and so that and you won't even talk to them until they fill out this form. Yep. That's, that's exactly. I mean, we might have a bit of back and forth, a sort of a conversation through, if they come to me through YouTube, for example, we'll chat through YouTube comments or Facebook Messenger or wherever, the, wherever it is they find me. But no, every client before they get to spend some time with me has to do the assessment. 
and I, I and it works because um very early on when I switched to doing it electronically I had a um she was lovely but very enthusiastic 21 year old um fitness professional and she said something along the lines of I can't remember her exact words but it was I don't have time to fill out a silly little form um which I was a bit like whoa okay well that's that's one you know red tick in a box um and so I yes. kind of said to her well look if you want to you know I'm going to give you half an hour's 30 minutes 60 minutes worth of my time so the least you can do is fill out my form it's part of my process so she looked at it and she went oh I'm just a startup none of these questions are appropriate so I kid you not question number one is do you have a business plan uh kind of <laughs> kind of fundamental in in business i think but um uh yeah she she didn't think it was appropriate so uh, and it, so it's a great way of kind of weeding out the tire kickers the time wasters you know and coaching is like it's hands on you've got to like i give people a to do list at the end of the coaching session so if they can't yeah. even fill out an assessment form like how are they going to cope with coaching when i give them some more serious stuff to do um yeah so that works really well but now a great deal of my leads actually now come from um take your shot uh, I do a lot of podcast interviews like this, obviously, which um, I hope inspires a lot of people to take action or change something within their business or just do something a little bit different. Um, I do a lot of speaking engagement. So I'm basically just pushing out content all of the time. Um, and I get probably, it's, it, it doesn't sound like much, it's not that much in the grand scheme of things, but probably between five and seven sort of fairly warm inbound leads every week. Um, and then I just, I choose the best ones basically. Um, yeah. who I feel not, that sounds awful. Um, I choose the ones who I feel that, you know, we, we're going to gel together. They get me, I get them that they're going to, like I said, do all of the things that I, I invite them to do through the coaching process and that I feel that I can add the most amount of value to. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very black and white about, uh, very honest about if I feel that I can't help a business owner, then I'll kind of say, well, I'm really sorry, but I don't think my coaching programs for you. However, you might want to go and speak to this person or Lindsay or whoever it might be, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know, five to seven leads from an inbound marketing strategy that you're not putting a ton of money behind. That doesn't, that sounds like pretty good. That sounds like a pretty good ratio. So what's your secret? What kind of, like, are you posting the same thing on Facebook as you are on YouTube? Do you have a, a, a Facebook group? Like what, what, how often are you posting content and what does that content consist of? Um, so I, I actually, my, my little secret, if you want to know, is something which I use I called a, a video content ecosystem. So it sounds very technical, but basically if you, if you go video first, so you're creating, say for example, a, a, a live video in HD through Facebook or onto Facebook into a group, you can then download that HD video, or if it's saved onto your phone, you can then re-upload it into, um, uh, YouTube. So now we've got two bits of content, two lead magnets, whatever you want to call it. So it's, it's re repurposing content. I think that's probably one of your questions, which you asked. But then mm -hmm. from there, you can then upload it to a website called rev.com. So rev.com is a transcription service and it's done by humans. So it's pretty, pretty, um, sort of fairly accurate. It costs a dollar a minute. They have got a sister service, I think, which is called temi, T E M I dot com, which is like a machine transcription service, but there's some weird stuff that gets probably like 60 to 60 to 70% accurate but there's some weird stuff that comes out of that so i prefer the human transcription um and then once you've got the transcription you can then start to repurpose that content into 
various blog articles to to then recycle onto things like LinkedIn, um, back onto Facebook, onto Google, Google My Business, which now accepts posts and various other social media channels. And then from there, I then kind of group all of that content content together and start to create le- like bigger lead magnets. So like I've just, um, I, I've put it out onto, um, it's also available as a free download, but like seven marketing secrets, which is something which I've come up with. And one of the things I, I, I think you'll probably be intrigued by, but I've come up with this machine. It's called the Magical Marketing Mystery Machine and the seven marketing secrets is all about that. Um, and really it's, it's just like, that's a combination of seven different like blog posts stroke videos that I've put together that all seem to gel quite well. So I, I guess what I'm saying is I, I do do a, a lot of, I was about to swear then. Um, I do do a lot of, um, uh, work in terms of like producing content. So I'm, I'm literally producing content daily. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a, like I said, a blog article, LinkedIn post or whatever. And then I, I repurpose it for the different platforms, but I try not to post the same thing on, on all of the platforms, like at the same time. I try and kind of move, ship, move stuff around basically. That makes sense. Wow. And I was going to ask you about the magical marketing mystery machine. Is that, so is that an opt-in we go to your website for, or, or what exactly is that? Uh, it's a very good question. So it, I've actually put it up onto Amazon now. Um, as it's available as a Kindle, but, um, uh, so well, let me explain the magical marketing mystery machine. Then I'll, I'll, um, I'll tell, tell you how people can get hold of it. Um, okay. if that's okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So basically the magical marketing mystery machine is, um, it, it, if, if we rewind the clock 25 years, so the sort of roundabout the dawn of the internet, um, being born, um, and I, I, unfortunately, I don't know the stats for the US. I should probably look it up, but I, I use the UK as an, as an example. So we had 25 years ago, 468,000 registered small businesses in the UK. Fast forward to today, and there's 3.9 million registered small businesses. So basically, there are 10 times the number of businesses out there. Now, that may not sound too too terrible. That may sound like there's an awful lot of opportunity out there to either make money or start a business. But basically, or in reality, what's happened is there are 10 times the number of people doing what I do, what you do, what every other business owner out there does. And especially if you're in like the, the, the digital space. So if you're a web designer, graphic designer, that side of things, there's actually like 50, 60, 70 times the number of businesses out there doing, doing what you did and there were 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So again, sounds like there's a lot of opportunity, but the reality is it, it, it's actually, um, it's made it 10 times harder to be found. And I, I guess this is why I'm, um, you know, and what, what ultimately starts to happen is that, um, you know, and I, I guess I'm partly guilty of this, but equally I have a strategy, which is like deliver three times the amount of value you want to get back. So all of my posts, I feel are like just giving, giving, giving loads of value. But what I see a lot of people doing is they're like, you know, let's do Facebook ads and get our website up and do loads of social media and post loads of YouTube videos and all the stuff that I just said that we're doing. And they call that marketing. And ultimately what ends up happening is if it's not well structured or well thought out, and it's kind of very, very bitty. It, it's just like a muck spreader. It just play, sprays marketing like muck everywhere. And it's, it's not particularly <laughs> yeah. pleasant. So you need a much more joined up strategy, which is what the seven marketing secrets is all about. It's just what, it's one of those things that again, like, you know, I, I look at things like MailChimp, for example. So people will have like, uh, not nothing against MailChimp, um, per se, but people will have open rates on there of maybe 20 to 40% and think that's good. And they'll have click through rates of like 1% and think that's good. But I've actually realized that if marketing isn't about all this front end, like pushing content out, where the really interesting stuff happens, and actually we touched on this earlier on, is where you, once somebody's put their hand up and said, hey, I'm interested in that, when you then pull them into your ecosystem 
and you you start to nurture them and you have things like assessment forms and diagnostic calls where you start to add significant value and then a structured follow-up sequence after that um my my emails from my crm my, my customer relationship management tool i can get open rates of like 90 plus percent compared to 20 to 40 percent in mailchimp and i can get click-through rates of 25 percent, so 25 times better engagement through structured content, structured nurturing than you mm-hmm. would through outbound marketing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a combination of like putting out loads of great content so people find you first before anybody else and then nurturing them really well. And you get the best clients. That makes a lot of sense. So is that why, is that why one of the questions, I'm just being straight with the audience that you wanted me to ask you is why is email marketing dying out, which I actually completely disagree with you on? I know, and I put that in there to be slightly bit naughty, a bit fight. cheeky, but You're so, like a fighter, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, I just think that, um, I just think, you know, I, I, like I've got a, I've got a, a lot of admiration for people who've managed to build big lists and they're getting really great open and click through rates. But the reality is, like most small business owners, like I said, they're getting open rates of twenty percent, click through rate of sub one percent, and it's almost just like if you've got a list of five hundred people. Okay. And only 20% of those people are opening those emails. So now we're down to a hundred and then 1% click on something. That's one person. And then like, so everybody gets their hopes up over these like amazing, like marketing tools that are out there. You know, I've, I've got nothing against out, outbound email marketing. I kind of, I was trying to be a little bit funny about that c- controversial, but, um, <laughs> but, but the reality is for small business owners, like they don't know how to use this stuff. And actually I think because there is so much noise, so many different tools, 10 times the number of businesses, like this whole magical marketing mystery machine thing that we all think should be easy. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like, it just doesn't work for most small businesses. True. So we've got to, and, the, and, and like the, the thing about it is like the, the moment you admit, that it's not easy, all of a sudden it becomes easier. Yeah, isn't that weird? And it, it's just, uh, it just opens like Pandora's box to like the world of actual opportunity because now all of a sudden we're thinking, well, actually it's not easy. So when something's not easy, what happens? We have to do 10x the amount of work and yeah. then we get results. We make a plan. Yeah, so we're very strategic it. about it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so I'm, I'm kind of, um, most of the people who come into my program now are like, they, they know that they, they've got to be prepared for, you know, six months worth of like hard work. And I, I, I hate using words like hustle and grind, but the reality is like for most startup businesses, you've got to do that now in order to get your name out there and get found. Um, but I, I'm also a big fan of like working smarter, not harder, which is why I've invested a lot of time in understanding like CRM platforms and the whole nurture process and what turns people on once you go through, once you've been through that sales process and getting people, like, I, I kid you not, I, um, I've, I, th- do you ever get those people who kind of, they're in a meeting, they're like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'll, I'll sign up to, I'll, I'll, you know, where can I send the money? And then they, you just don't hear from them. Um, and I've, I, does that ever happen to you? Yeah, of course. What's the answer? Yeah. You're, I was waiting for well, the, the answer. answer is, the answer is, all you do is you text them and say, come on, let's do this. And then they go, okay, yeah, we'll do it. Because like the reality is like mo- most people have some form of intelligence, like we hope, but, but when it comes to your business or service, they literally have none. And so right through from that, that first point that they come across you in whatever form it is. So whether it's a book or a YouTube channel, social media channel, whatever, face to face, right the way through to actually making that buying decision and parting with their money, you have to show them the way. And you have to be prepared to be a little, not, I, I don't, again, I don't like pushy sales, but I've got some great results recently where I'm just like, come on, are you serious about this? Are you going to like, are you going to push the button or not? 
Mm-hmm. And and it works. It seriously works. I've got two clients signed up this week just from that just from that one simple text message. Look, we've had the we've had the consultation now. You you said you were keen. Come on, let's just push the button, try it out. Like there's there's no quibbles. Money back if you don't get what you want out of it. But let's go go for it. Does um, it work works if every I don't time. have a trustworthy English accent though? <laughs> of course it does. Okay. Of course, it, because because probably to the <laughs> to the to the to, to your your kind of raving fans, the people who are reading your stuff, like you, they're already familiar with you because they've listened to your podcast or you know gone onto your YouTube channel or looked to your website, so they are already familiar with you. And like this is this is the crux of it, right? We we you know I said there are ten times the number of businesses out there. You know, there's three hundred million people in in the states. About that, isn't there? I think yes. And, and business-wise, you know, probably tens of millions of registered businesses in the States. We, as small business owners, right, or even bigger businesses, we don't need all of the people in the States to buy our products. We don't need all of the businesses to buy our things, okay, in order to have like a really nice, successful business. So, so why aren't we just content with like building our little tribe of raving fans and then picking out the, the people who who want to work with us. Yeah. I don't know. You make everything seem so simple. Oh, that, that's what it comes down to. You just, you, I'm quite a simple person, really, Lindsay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I think you brought a lot of value. Um, thank you so much for being a guest before I let you go though. I do want you to take a couple of minutes to again, tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. So I mentioned that what I would get is a, is a little free, free gift for your, um, for your listeners. So, um, what was I going to do? So how about we do robinwaitcom forward slash one click. Awesome. Would that do? Is that spelling so out one our, or the number one? Uh, num- uh, spelling out one. So O N E click and okay. um, one click and then um your listeners can then i'll make sure that the seven marketing secrets is there for them to download i'll also um make my fearless business course available as well for for all of your listeners awesome um because i know that it adds a lot of value it's on udemy anyway so um i think they'll get a lot of a lot of things i talk about in terms of like from a marketing pricing goal setting perspective they're all in the fearless course and i just want to help people grow their businesses basically awesome well robin it has been a true pleasure connecting with you thank you so much for your time it's an absolute pleasure thank you very much for having me on Lindsay. there you have it folks another awesome traffic and leads podcast. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Mr. Robin Waite. Remember, if your website is sitting dead in the water and you need more help generating traffic and leads for your small business, whether that be through Facebook ads, SEO, content marketing, pay-per-click, email marketing, webinars, all of those super fantastic things that will help generate more traffic and leads for your small business, please reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. Until next time, friends, this is One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.